0: America, one voice united we stand. I am America,
1: one hope to heal our Hi, I'm Debbie Georgiatis. Welcome to my show, America Can We Talk? Today, we're going to talk about the Destroy America agenda marches on, Inflation Reduction Act hoax, truth, COVID reality, and monkeypox risk. Herschel Walker praised for a racist host. Just a fun little story. And finally, climate. Now, of course, I'll tell you why these stories matter to you. Stay tuned. Am America. On America Can We Talk, I talk about election integrity, border security, healthcare freedom, race relations, energy and tax policy, education policy, free speech and assembly, freedom of religion, and all other issues that touch on the God-given right of every American to life, liberty, and the pursuit of their version of happiness. Stay tuned. And hello again and welcome to America Can We Talk and to today's First Five. I'm Debbie george Again, doing my show from uh, afar, not back in Dallas. So grateful to the Real News PR team, Real News Communication Networks, making the show rock and roll, even though we're traveling. Really appreciate Emilio, my wonderful producer, uh, who is probably cheering, even though no one can see him in the booth back in Dallas. But I'm so glad you're tuning in to America, Can We Talk? On the first five today, I wanna mention a story that I hinted at last week and kept saying at the end of every show, oh, I can't get to this story. The basic idea, the basic idea of the um, story, it really is a, I, I said in many different ways, the Biden administration is attempting to harm America. They're attempting, it is a a wrecking operation against America. The things we are watching happen to our country are not accidental. They are not, um, you know, just kind of an unintended byproduct of what the left is doing. What we are watching happen in this precious country is a result of intentional of intentional actions over and over and over by this government, and I'm just going to give you a quick litany of them in this first five, and we're going to dive into a bunch of them during this show. But I will start with border policy. I've been over so many times that... I assume anyone who's ever listened to the show or pays any attention to me to understand for the four uh, states, the four southern US states that border, well, have a border with Mexico, um, California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. We have an insecure, not just an insecure border, an intentionally abandoned border. We have border policy designed to encourage people to come into America, to encourage them to come here with no reason that used to qualify people for actual the need to come here for asylum. Uh, and and also that once they arrive here, we let them loose into the interior somewhere. We have no idea where they go. And this is we're now in the millions and of people who've done this since the Biden administration took over. This is a a surrendering of the country. This is a an invasion in the southern, at the southern border, but it's an invasion aided and abetted by the Biden administration. That's just one piece. Many of the pieces we'll talk about later today, but I do want to hit on a couple of things And the next segment we're going to talk about, the bill that just passed the Senate, which is the Intended Economic Destruction of America the intended economic destruction of America. They are trying to hurt the American economy with the bill the Senate just passed. It is headed back to the House, I guess assumed to pass. But before I launch into the rest of my list, I want to make uh, call your attention to two really important articles I really encourage you to read. Uh, One is by a guy I just uh, think is one of the greatest writers around named Sam Faddis. F-A-D-D-I-S, Faddis. he writes now in this, his, um, he and his wife formed And Magazine, A-N-D, they now write in Substack. He has an article called Joe Biden, The Man Who Broke America. He just has a short litany of the things the Biden administration is doing that are just intentionally destructive of America the and and you know i want to just mention a few things he mentions and i'll run through some other ones during this first five segment uh one is the economy is already in complete tatters i mean complete tatters inflation at a point where people can't afford gasoline the price of gasoline is up over 60 percent from one year ago today now if you're a wealthy person and you're going to buy gas for your vehicles No matter how much it costs, maybe you don't care, but for the vast majority of Americans, the taxpaying Americans, it makes all the difference in the world whether you can go on vacation. There was a significant percentage of Americans change their July 4th plans because they can't afford to drive where they want to go. Inflation's bad, especially as to gas. But other things about the economy mentioned in this and article. And again, I urge you to go to our website, AmericaCanWeTalk.org. This article is listed. The link to it is listed in our on our website. Websites AmericaCanWeTalk.org on the homepage under shows drop down list of links. I link to almost every story I'll talk about today, or maybe all of them. But this one is and magazine. The one link there, and he writes about, for example. of all independent restaurants in America could not pay their rent in July. Let that sink in. Almost half of the restaurants in America could not pay their rent in July. Restaurants, businesses like that, this is heartland small American business. This is a business many people can found, can create, have their own restaurant. And you know, it's not a million dollar operation, but it keeps people uh, employed, it keeps people fed, it keeps communities given a place to gather and restaurants are suffering because of the inflation, because of the Biden-induced inflation caused in large part by the massive, ridiculous, irresponsible spending engaged in last year by the Biden administration. Amazon just cut 100,000 employees. Amazon, which actually picked up business during the COVID shutdown because people couldn't get out, so they would order things, they just cut 100,000 employees. Google's parent company, Alphabet, has announced a hiring freeze. Apple has slowed hiring. Um, Coinbase cutting its staff by 13%. Microsoft has slowed hiring. Netflix just fired 500 employees. Peloton has fired 22,800. 2,800 employees and is not yet done with their purge. Twitter cut its talent acquisition team by 30%. It goes on and on and on and on. Our economy is in a disaster. And anyone who took Economics 101 will tell you when you have really bad inflation, and really bad recession, the last thing you do is raise taxes. We'll get to that in a moment. Raise taxes, the worst thing to do. And the second worst thing is to have massive government spending, which doesn't solve anything, and these people know it. Beyond the wrecking ball operation listings I just gave you from that this one article, and he also mentions food banks around the country are reporting a dramatic increase in the number of people visiting their locations. Many people Now relying on food banks are people who'd never been to a food bank before. It goes on and on and on and on. So this first five I'm dedicating to talking about filling in briefly what I referred to in last week's show. kept saying about the Biden uh, administration, destruction of America, destruction of the border, destruction of the economy, massive irresponsible um, spending, impossibly irrational spending and mandates related to COVID, we'll talk about that a little bit today, just impossible, just horribly irrational. Nothing the Biden administration is doing is makes sense if your goal is to help the American people, which which leads me to the second article I really want to urge you to read. On our website again, AmericaCanWeTalk.org, on the homepage, under shows, drop down list of links, there is an article called The Biggest Problem. And this is a great and a very insightful writer at the conservative Treehouse named Sundance, who basically said the biggest problem America faces, and you could, there are many big ones, you could maybe have a competition, but he says is that we as a nation are, are unwilling to admit that our current condition is a result of purposeful action. People, no truer words ever spoken. Everything the Biden administration is doing is intentional. When it, whether it was abandoning our allies and, and you know leaving in the dark of the night in Afghanistan and leaving untold millions of dollars worth of high-level military equipment for the use of the Taliban, one of the most evil terrorist organizations in the world, now running the country and now shipping those around to other terrorist organizations. We have ridiculous foreign policy abandoning America's interests. Everything the Biden administration is doing is intended to take down America. And by that, I do not mean that the Biden administration wants to kill every American or anything stupid like that. What they want to destroy is America, the strong, the brave, the the, the, the America of the founding, the America where we are the world's leader in freedom, in free markets, where the world's leader in standing up for what is right, the world's leader in, in protecting the rights of individuals, a nation founded on the promise of the declaration that we all have rights to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That America That America drives the the leftist globalist cabal crazy because that America stands and there is a roadblock to what the left is trying to do. And one of my listeners made a point earlier I want to quick share with you. Uh, He was saying, you know, you kind of give Biden too much of a break because I say sometimes about Biden. Currently, he doesn't have any idea what's going on. He is suffering severe mental decline. He's not really in charge. That is still true. However, my friend's point is very valid. Biden has been a radical leftist since he's been in Washington. I know he gets away with a lot because he has a, you know, kind of bumbling, silly acting, uh, just, just, you know, gibberish speaking grandfather type. And people say, oh, he's harmless, like a harmless all crazy uncle. No, no, he has been a radical leftist. It is why Obama was perfectly happy with him being his vice president for two terms, because Biden is just as much of a radical leftist as is Obama. If Biden knew it was happening in America, he'd be fine with it. He'd be fine with the idea that America is being brought down by his policies. But he really isn't in charge anymore. Uh, I will tell you the other, I mean, I could go on and on. And I maybe I need to mention two more things in this kind of overarching. We must understand as a nation, we must understand as conservatives, the destroy agenda, the destroy America agenda is marching on. This is happening right before our very eyes including things like the January 6th committee, essentially attempting to make it illegal to protest against the government, to hunt down American citizens, some of whom didn't even go in the Capitol and are being prosecuted. The idea, the message out of the January 6th committee with the full backing of the entire Biden administration is Nobody in this country better ever, ever dare challenge this president. No one challenges this leftist regime. No one better say a word. Same message is coming out of the Department of Homeland Security, whose uh, bulletin in February this year announced two things. One is, if you even dare to challenge, dare to question the COVID vaccine mandates and COVID policy, you might be a domestic terrorist. This is a threat. From the Biden cabal. This is a threat that people in America do not have free speech rights. You may not read what you what you want to read. You may not speak out loud what you think if it disagrees with the regime said what the regime is saying. They also, the same bulletin, the DHS bulletin, said you also might be a domestic terrorist if you disagree with the government about election fraud. So the very government swept into power through a massively corrupt election in 2020, is now saying to the American people, don't you dare question that election. Don't you dare question this regime. We're in charge. We are watching the repression of free speech. We're watching. We're watching really the the takedown of America at the behest at the hands of the Biden administration and with threats to boot. Don't you dare even think about exposing it all. Uh, there are all sorts of things happening out of the federal agencies tied to the January sixth committee, the conduct of the DOJ and the FBI. Continuing, these are tax funded supposed to be for the people, supposed to be neutral organizations that are now just hell-bent on focusing in on anyone who dares to disagree with the Biden leftist regime. But Unless you think this entire show is going to be negative, I will tell you um, something uh, kind of good happened on this subject. There is a... um, you know, among the many institutions just completely capitulating uh, to the Biden Marxist takeover and takedown of America are many of our banks. As so they get on to this woke agenda, the banks are saying, oh, yeah, we're going to, um, you know, we're going to go along with this ESG stuff. We're going to uh, punish people who don't do what we say. The banks is embracing the woke agenda. A great thing is some Republican states are actually formally announcing so far uh, it is Louisiana and um uh, the other one, I don't know. Louisiana and other state are basically saying, and West Virginia are saying to the um, federal, uh, are making an announcement. They are no longer going to have their state governments or any agencies have any banking relationship at all with any of the woke banks. They're specifically mentioning BlackRock, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan. West Virginia announced last week, they're borrowing five major financial institutions. These are ways you can fight back the woke banks are right on board with the biden agenda right on board with the climate change farce right on board with everything that's happening in this country and to have some leaders stand up and say to the banks we're not going to play your game this is wonderful this is brilliant last thing in the first five i'll tell you um i this is a little little bit of good news but um you know i talk to you about what's happening in the country you see what's happening in the country you know you're, you're living in this country and, and sometimes you think, isn't anyone else paying attention? Isn't anyone seeing what's happening? Why aren't more people speaking up? Well, there are more people speaking up. One is kind of entertaining. There's actually a Hollywood star named Catherine McPhee, Catherine McPhee, who put out on her Instagram channel. She's angry. She's living in L.A. in Beverly Hills, I guess, or Hollywood, and she's very upset by the woke agenda that is now fully in place in California and many other places, pointing out, look what's happening right here. And she's talking about, this is literally my worry and thought every time I go out. I blame every single woke voter. Seniors getting beat up in Beverly Hills while walking, keep voting for this. What a sad state this city is in. This is the real life text convos you have to have with family and friends about living in L.A. Now, what in the world? What is this world coming to? But she's very clear to blame Biden voters, left wing voters, And this is a whole other element of the Biden administration's destruction of America, encouraging crime with all these district attorneys funded by George Soros who will not prosecute crime. So you have an America economically deflated, invaded by the border, uh, subject to unbelievably unprecedented control from the federal government over what you can talk about, what you can say, federal agencies coming after you if you dare disagree. People, we we are watching America convert into a police state. I know that's an extreme thing to say. I think many think, well, maybe you shouldn't say that. It's what it is. We are watching America be converted into a police state. Where you simply, you're not safe because criminals are encouraged. Prosecutors won't go after them. You have crime rising in all the major cities and in areas where never existed before. I don't want crime in any area, but it used to be the case that crime is kind of limited to certain areas, high crime areas, and you could move away from it by getting out in the suburbs, getting away from the city. Not so much. Crime is rising everywhere. And this administration and the entire leftist mindset is more about, more concerned about making sure we have district attorneys who won't prosecute at, than they are concerned about protecting citizens. I truly think the American people are, 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 are waking up. Uh, but And we have some people fighting back, but we are really watching. It's very important to understand this. Very important to understand this. Nothing the Biden administration is doing on all of the arenas of life I just mentioned and many others, nothing they're doing is intended to help to protect the American people or the country or the promises of freedom that America was founded on. Nothing the Biden administration is doing is intended to help America as founded. It is intended to implement, roll along, push along, help forward the Marxist takedown of America, the destruction of America's unique sovereign nation uh, and, and have us go along with a global cabal that is pushing for their agenda, their globalist government and their agenda and the loss of American sovereignty. We have not had a leader. Under Obama, he had exactly the same agenda as Biden. And part of some things occurred that were really not good. But the the uh, Biden administration at this point is really carrying out the agenda Obama wanted all along and is not to help the American people. It is not. And that, my very fine friends, is today's first five. Um, so I got to tell you, this is interesting doing this show um, from. Um, Remotely, Uh, I appreciate Emilio, my producer, we have to text each other sometimes, but um, I want to turn, I I have five topics today, so um, I'm going to just quickly uh, run through them. I want to hit, I I called this uh, Inflation Reduction Act hoax, and I want to just tell you what is really happening um, in Washington on this. You probably saw over the weekend, the United States Senate passed what they actually had the audacity to call the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. They actually had the nerve to call it this. And the reason the Democrats label the bill this is because that would cause some people who pay so little attention to news to think, oh, good. The Biden administration, the Democrats, they're trying to help with, uh, you know, in this inflation. This is great. They're trying to help. Yay. And so you have people who are uh, doing what they are doing, uh, passing this bill. And the Americans who don't pay attention are thinking, well, he's trying to do something. So I'm going to tell you the deal on this. Number one. Economics 101. We're in a massive inflationary period. The last thing that should ever happen should ever happen is that you raise taxes. That you don't do that. That's not you know this is not what you do when you're trying to help an economy that is suffering under inflation. Um, so I want to play. Uh, there was first I sent. Um, this is actually the clip three there, uh, Mr. Emilio. Um, I sent just a little chart so you can see who's going to have a tax hike in this, in this uh, bill that the Senate signed and appears the House is gonna go forward with. So you have to remind. actually come back to me for a second. Remember a moment when Democrats are campaigning, they're always saying when they wanna get people to vote for them, tax hikes for the rich. And they do this because there are sadly many Americans who don't realize the problem is the government spends too much irresponsibly. And they're happy to have the government have more money as long as it won't come out of their pocket. When the Democrats say tax cuts for the rich, a lot of folks say, yeah, yeah, tax the rich, get them, get them. And they always think that won't be me. That's going to be these rich people I see on television or these rich people with all these mansions somewhere. So I don't care if they get taxed more. So usually Democrats get away with tax hikes by saying it's only on the rich. And I know originally when this was being discussed, this is what the Biden team tried to say. In fact, I'm pretty sure Biden in a campaign... Reading a line someone else wrote for him, said he would never, never, never raise taxes in the middle class. Now bring back that little chart, if you would please, Mr. Emilio. So tax hikes in the alleged inflation reduction act of 2020, 2022, okay, over 97% of those who earn between 100,000 and 200,000 would see a tax increase. The original promise, by the way, was that you would never see any tax increase if uh, you earn less than 400,000. So liar, liar, pants on fire. 97% 97% of those basically everybody earning between 100,000 and $200,000 we get a tax increase. But continue over top right. 91.3 so again you're you're well over you're getting close to 100% of those earning between 75,000 and 100,000 will see a tax increase. You're getting down to like, you know, I think the average uh, average American wage is I don't know what it is, 68,000 or 72,000 or something. So, these are now people, you know, these are these are people who would normally have thought, I'm not going to get a tax increase, but this is who's going to be get a tax increase under this bill. 61%, so well over half of those earning 40 to 50,000. These are people, I mean, these are people, you know, paycheck to paycheck, paying for their life. 61% but earning between 40 and 50 are going to see a tax increase and even Almost one quarter, twenty four point six of those earning ten to twenty percent. So number one, point number one come back to me now, Emilio. Point number one, this uh inflation reduction act, which is full of lies. It's just a pile of hogwash full of lies, hogwash. It is going to increase taxes on all these people who somehow thought they'd be protected because Democrats never tax the poor poor people. They never tax workers. They tax the evil rich. Okay, number two, number number, second point about this is, as you likely know, uh, the CBO, Congressional Budget Office, has scored this. They have said, they have told America, they have told Biden, all the Democrats in the Senate who voted for this, they've told them, this is not going to reduce inflation. They've told them is not going to happen. There was a letter sent by 230 economists. Many of them are people like the high level left wing, you know, hoity toit schools like Yale and Harvard and all these high level schools with apparently actually intelligent people who are apparently pretty darn leftists. And they signed on to a, a letter to, sent to Schumer's and uh, you know, um, Senate Majority Leader Schumer, sent to House Speaker Pelosi, sent everywhere in Washington saying, This bill will not reduce inflation. They're telling them it won't happen. And I'm going to go back to my point in the first segment. When you begin to understand the Democrats are trying to hurt America, they are trying to bring down the American economy. That is the only explanation that makes any sense for what they are doing. So moving forward, so they already know it won't that it's, they're taxing everyone. They said they wouldn't tax, so they lied. Um, they're also doing all sorts of taxes, by the way, taxes on uh, fossil fuels. Well, you know, you can say, oh, yeah, I'm taxing fossil fuels. Who does that hurt? The same people who can't buy ta- their gas now. They can't afford to buy their gas to drive to work now. So that'll fix them. We're going to fix inflation by raising taxes on fossil fuels. A 6.5 billion tax on natural gas production. A 16.4 cents per barrel tax on crude oil and imported petroleum products raising taxes on corporations and again economics 101 you raise taxes on corporations is raising taxes on the individual American and the hardest the worst impact on raised taxes is on the among the poorest Americans because corporations can't charge you different amount of money based on how much money you have. Corporations have to ha- pay higher taxes. They're going to pass that along in the price of their goods and they're not going to be able to say, "Well, you know, low income Americans, you only have to pay, you know, $100 for this box spring mattress we produced or whatever it is, and rich people you got to pay more." Everyone pays the same, everyone pays more. Uh tax on corporations, taxes on medium-sized businesses indirect taxes on pensions through taxing stock buybacks, tax on pharmaceuticals unless they accept price caps and you want like the worst influence ever on in a free market is price caps on the pharmaceuticals and so they're going to get taxed if they rate I, I mean people a first year economic student at any school in America could probably take this apart in a matter of a nanosecond. This bill is not intended to help the American people, it is intended to harm our economy. I'll say very quickly for our radio listeners, if you're listening on Brighton Radio or any other place you're listening with, this isn't on video, please know, or if you're listening on radio especially, you go off to a three minute break, bottom of the hour, I'll be right here when you come back. You can always watch my show in its entirety and read all the articles we refer to by going to our website, americacanwetalk.org, americacanwetalk.org, all past shows, past interviews, everything we do is right there. Come to our website. But I really wanted to have you hone in on my friends, my friends, everyone, everyone listening, my fine friends. How much this bill is designed to hurt America. You've got to grasp that. It's not, oh, shocking that there may be a bad uh, pushback eventually. This is a 740 billion, B as in boy, billion inflation reduction act, which everyone's telling them is not going to reduce inflation at all. Um, And every single Democrat, every single Democrat in the Senate voted for it. They suddenly all became the tax and spend Democrats that Reagan used to warn us about. Um, And and White House stands by it, even though the CBO says you can't bring inflation down by this. But other things you should understand are in this bill, uh, because I think it's important to understand they have, you know, they're going, uh, they say it is. By the way, they're now trying to not call it the Inflation Reduction Act because they're calling it uh, Fighting Climate Change Act because they figured out. That, the, that it's not fighting inflation, and they get more people to support it if they claim it is, oh yeah, it's all about climate. So there's billions being spent on climate in here, billions on, on just you know fruitless, absurd, I'll tell you more about that later. Okay, now, anyway, I wanna get, please understand this bill, it's intended to hurt America. And fortunately, even the Republicans who are endlessly squishy and wobbly and never reliable in the Senate, even they figured out I better not vote for this. So that's where we are. Inflation Reduction Act is a joke—not um, just a joke. It's actually intended to harm. Uh, Republicans are trying to say, "Hey, this is gonna, this is gonna hurt the Democrats in November." But Biden is actually out saying he, who was placed in office on January 20th last year, he is actually saying in statements that this this bill, the 740 billion dollar bill, will boost. The Democrats' midterm chances, and I tell you, when I read that, I got a little bit kind of sick to my stomach because I'm telling you, it makes me worry. He thinks that Democrats have all the vote stealing lined up, all the election theft arranged. They know they'll win, so they don't really care what they do. I'll tell you, I, I think there's a significant likelihood many Democrats think we've had elections rigged for so long, you know, not worried what the American people think. You know, nothing bad's gonna happen to us. We can go ahead and pass this horrible bill. But Biden's saying, "Oh yeah, it's gonna raise our chances of winning in the midterms." Yeah, um, you know, only if the, <laughs> only if America's suicidal. I will say there are GOP people coming out trying to talk about it and trying to say, you know, that this is a really, really, really bad, really, really expensive. Um, but I will say, and there are some really brave ones. I do. I always like this guy, John Kennedy, uh, the senator from Louisiana. He says, a special kind of stupid. He tweeted out, a special kind of stupid to raise taxes during both a recession and inflation. That's called stagflation, which is what we have right now as a result of Biden's policies. Uh, senator Marsha Blackburn has been strong saying the spending spree. <laughs> anyway, I, I can't even get off. Okay. I will tell you that lest you think while the Democrats had to go ahead and sign this bill, even though it raises taxes on the um, lower income Americans and middle income and working Americans and the Democrats always promised I'll never do that. Um, no, actually, uh, because there was an amendment introduced, the Democrats could have gone along and put this amendment in the bill. Uh, this uh, amendment was placed in there. Um, uh by Republican Senator Mark Crapo of Idaho. Uh, Mike, excuse me, Mike Crapo of Idaho. He offered a simple amendment to this 80 billion. Oh, I want to talk about another thing in this bill is an 80 billion. B isn't boy, billion, 80 billion dollar increase to the already bloated budget for the IRS. 80 billion dollar expansion of the IRS and the hiring of 87,000 new agents. And when I use the expression in the, in the opening five, the first five, that this is a police state, please understand what this signifies. The IRS, everyone in America cringes when they think they're going to get an IRS audit because in the same way that a prosecutor can always find something to prosecute anyone for, you know, you can indict a ham sandwich was the famous saying, if a prosecutor wants to find a reason to prosecute you, they can do it. There are so many laws in the books, they can find something. Same with the IRS. When the IRS combs through years and years of tax records, especially for corporations, but also for higher income earning Americans, yes, they will always be able to find something that was criminal. And so you begin the thought, people are afraid of the government, they're afraid of the IRS, they're afraid of having their, um, of getting an audit. And so you know what people do and businesses do when they're afraid of the IRS, and they're afraid of the government, they stay below the radar. They stay below the radar. Some of the very wealthy try to move their money out out of the country, I'm sure that's happening. Uh, but what happens when you have an IRS acting the way they will with 89, seven, excuse me 87,000 new agents, people get afraid to start new businesses. They're afraid to expand businesses. They get afraid to do anything that might look like success or might bring them success And then end up getting the attention of the IRS. This is a, I mean, there was one idiotic senator put out a statement. Hey, if you don't cheat on your taxes, what do you care? Understand, funding and staffing up the IRS at this level is another step toward this police state mentality that Biden administration is putting in place. They want you so afraid of government and people are. They're, they're watching what happened on January 6th. They're thinking, I'm never speaking up again. They're watching what happened. I, I mean, they're just in, in example after example. The message out of Washington is, don't you think America the free with free with First Amendment and right of freedom of speech, don't you think that exists anymore? It's done. It's done. But back to this. In this bill, there was an effort by this uh, senator from Idaho, uh, Mike Crapo, to essentially say, an uh, amendment was... Um, to the mansion bill, this was to limit the bill's 87,000 new IRS agents to auditing companies and individuals with an income of over 400,000 or more. And every single Democrat voted against that. Every Democrat said, couldn't care less that the IRS is going to be coming after the average American, the hardworking American. The American who probably can't afford to hire an attorney to defend himself or herself or the corporation to defend itself when the IRS comes calling. People, I am not saying that every Democrat in the United States Senate is on for the agenda of the destroy America, create a police state, but the leadership of the Democrat Party is, is what they're doing, and they mean it. The Biden team, the Biden, when he was mentally alert and still today what he's willing to do, this is all about the takedown of America from the american left that obama started during his eight years that is being you know rushed forward at lightning speed by the internet the globalist world economic forum types and and you know any democrat in, in the senate doesn't even dare dare to speak up and question it. Uh, There was also polling, by the way. Um, The average American, I'm I'm not going to put that that clip up, I think. um, I I know I had a graph, but uh, polling saying only 12% of Americans believe the Inflation Reduction Act will actually reduce inflation. I I mean, I don't even know who the 12% are who think it will, but the bill is designed to harm Americans. And, and I want to go and I couldn't spend the rest of the show in more and more detail what the, the taxing provisions are, what the spending provisions are, what the IRS funding and the target of Americans. But you got to understand, this is a bombshell coming toward the American people. And the only hope is maybe some House members, maybe the slim majority of the House um, will um Yeah, I know the Democrats have a slim majority. Maybe enough of them will say this looks scary. I don't want to do this because otherwise it's on its way to Biden's desk. And it's going to be a very, very serious um, problem. Uh, On a quick thing on that. There was a really funny tweet out by Lauren Boebert, Uh, you know, whom I adore. She had a tweet out talking about how Nancy Pelosi wants to get this bill passed on the House side so fast she wants to get done, 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 that she told the House members not to get tested for COVID because she doesn't want any House members testing positive and having to go home and stay away from voting. So Boebert's tweet was essentially saying, so the COVID emergency suddenly evaporated because the emergency is to be sure and pass this oppressive bill. I mean, you know, it's really, if, if COVID were the emergency, they say it was, you know, Pelosi wouldn't have said it. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a very quick little segment. I called it Truth, COVID Reality, and Monkeypox Risk. And the reason, you know, there's I, I, there are so many stories that happen that I don't have time, uh, really, on this show to um, to cover as many as I'd like to. I, You know, there's it's one hour, four days a week, and even given as fast as I talk, um, it can be hard um, to get all the stories in. So I just want to mention, especially about COVID, um, because COVID has become, like climate change, one of the issues that the leftists who've always wanted control over your life can use, they can use to justify taxing, increasing, limiting your freedom, whatever they want to do, they can use it. They Just like they use COVID, uh, they can use climate change and they also use race that way too, they, at least those three issues, uh, they use COVID, climate and race as issues where... They stake out their ground. They say what they that you must believe, and then if you don't believe them and don't listen or won't do what they say, uh, then you are subject to their ridicule. And every one of those issues shares a common denominator, a common fact, which is no American citizen has the capacity, the ability to measure, to to gauge, and say, "Hey, wait a minute, that's not justified." So they they choose rate issues. They, that they center their power around, that they use to justify the power uh, around issues that the average American can't really say they understand completely the COVID situation. They can't say it about climate. They can't say it about race. But the other common denominator, those three issues the left uses all the time, is that there's never any ending point for their abuse and use of that issue. They can use all three issues for the rest of time, the rest of life on earth. Because all three issues, there's no ending point to their policies. There's no, well, once we get to X on COVID, then we'll stop. Or once we get to X on climate change, then we can go back to normal. Or once we get to X on some measure with respect to race, then we can stop. All three issues have the advantage of why the left uses them, because they can contort them and manipulate them and recycle them and use them over and over and over and over and over, always and always, always to take away your freedom. So back to world, the uh, very quick things I was going to tell you about the... um. Uh, what's occurring um, on the, um, got too many papers here. Okay. Uh, What's occurring, I called it COVID reality and monkeypox risk. Uh, Several quick, quick, quick things to share with you uh, related to um, COVID. Uh, One is that there's a a great, there's a large amount of data. I'm going to pick one particular example, large amount of data showing that the COVID vaccines are very harmful and I mentioned we've gone over CDC data but there was a a report put out by a a life insurance company Lincoln life insurance company which is one of the five major ones in the country Lincoln life insurance one of the five major ones in the country and they reported that in 2021 the number of death benefits they had to pay out death benefits for working age people between the ages of 18 and 64 was up They paid more, 163% more deaths of people in that age group in 2021, not not due to COVID, not due to COVID, not due to the virus. And they're making the point in a very lengthy article, they're making the point, the death rate is up, the life insurance policy they've had to pay out is not due to COVID, it is due to the harm the vaccines have caused. And again, please read this story yourself. You can go to our website, Or I mean, there are so many, 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 many stories out there uh, that relate to what uh, COVID has done uh, and, the, and the vaccines have done that, that you don't even hear about. I mean, you just, the stories are printed in places where you have to go looking to find the truth. You can't find it if you just, um, you know, if you're just a consumer of the, you know, mainstream media or you tune in NBC and think, you know, what you're t- you know what's going on, you, you won't hear these stories but there are are data points being shared by many, many, many doctors about the danger of the COVID vaccines. That's just one, because these people are saying it's not COVID the virus, it's COVID the vaccine causing this this, uh, enormous amount um, of death. On to monkeypox, I'll mention, we now have The monkeypox fear being spread around the country by the left and monkeypox all of a sudden has got, everyone's gotta get a new shot. You know, monkeypox is a newest threat. I'm gonna tell you something really, really interesting. Uh, There is a a doctor, a medical doctor in Israel. His name is Professor Shmuel Shapiro, Shapira, excuse me, Shapira. Um, And he was formerly, uh, he's an Israeli physicist and scientist Uh, highly regarded. Uh, He had a very high position uh, in the medical community um, in Israel. And he basically put out a statement that, and he's been injured by the COVID vaccines. And he put out a statement saying, essentially, he is correlating the monkeypox outbreak with the dysfunction to the immune system caused by the mRNA gene, um, excuse me, gene um, serum. So the serum in the mRNA vaccine for COVID, he's saying is causing the immune system to malfunction, cause dysfunction, and that has led to the monkeypox outbreak. So he dared to say this. He said, you know, actually, the the vaccines are causing to, to short, you know, put that in a um, quick short way, the COVID vaccines are causing the monkeypox outbreak. And by the way i'll tell you i've seen many images you may have also seen them about monkeypox it's a horrible um manifestation it's very uh, ugly and and horrible and i'm in favor of you know trying to figure it out and trying to have uh ways we can uh, re- reduce monkeypox but understand we're the reason among others we're in a world of hurt on all these issues is because there's so much intentional agenda of hiding truth hiding from the American people, Uh, you you always see the denials of CDC's data, even though it's right there to read yourself, all the dangers that flow from the vaccines, the injuries, the death, and yet you have every single federal agency saying, no, 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 safe, most secure thing, wonderful, Uh, CDC, FDA, all of them are touting the vaccines, and yet you have this data right in front of us of people who turn uh, their own family's information in uh, to CDC and the various data, but it just doesn't get covered, doesn't get talked about. Well, another thing not talked about at all is that monkeypox is nearly exclusively being manifested in the gay community and especially those who indulge in gay bathhouse activities where it's multiple partners, multiple partners within a short amount of time. And I'm telling you that because when everyone on the left says follow the science, follow the science, follow the science, that's the science. That's the science. It's being spread among gay men. It's, you know, it's like ninety-eight plus percent of the outbreak of monkeypox in the world is among gay men. I don't wish illness on anyone. And I don't and I, I don't have any argument about, you know, serism right or anything bad like that. I'm just saying you don't make policy in our country or in the world based on something exclusively tied to one to a particular voluntary behavior. And so when you have monkeypox now and you have the uh, pharmaceuticals pushing for vaccines for children for monkeypox, why? Why would we even think about that? Why would we even have that discussion that you have a monkeypox vaccine for children? Again, understand the agenda of the left is very alarming. The COVID agenda is very alarming. And in fact, we're going to have another day soon talking, diving in much deeper on COVID and talking about how many people predicted early on uh, before COVID, the virus, ever even came along, what was going to happen, what would be needed. Uh, we, we are watching the unfoldment of a pandemic and the monkeypox is a another iteration of it. And there is no reason that our public policy Speechmakers, our public policy, uh, the, the spokesmen, the people who create the policy, shouldn't be saying this is pretty much limited to gay bathhouse behavior. And so let's let's deal with that. I don't know what pol policymakers should say about that, but that is exactly what the problem is. And similar to that, World Health Organization put out a warning. They at least acknowledge put out a warning, advising men to have to reduce the number of partners they have to limit exposure to monkeypox. They're at least saying, yeah, it's gay bathhouse um, issue. Um, I'll tell you something else, another little tidbit of good news related to um, COVID. uh, And that has to do with the, uh, there's a lawsuit now pending before the Biden administration. um, And this is the one actually had Louisiana, Missouri, and other states are essentially suing the Biden administration for Com- their complicity with the uh, big tech companies, social media companies um, in violating free speech and not letting people tell the truth about COVID. It's a great thing. People are trying to fight back. But it's important to understand these things. I want to come back to COVID of the day. I want hit a quick and kind of uh, almost fun story, but uh, Herschel Walker uh, is a candidate for the United States Senate, as you likely know. Uh, Herschel Walker uh, was um, on some show, and there's a um, there is a host of this show, uh, a show on MSNBC. Uh, it's a guy named Ellie M- Mistel, um, and he's a correspondent at The Nation. Uh, and there's a, this is um, Mr. Emilio. I sent you a clip, too. Um, so this is what this MSNBC journalist had to say about Herschel Walker and his run for Senate. We can quick play that going to be a close election in georgia
0: because walker is has the backing of the republicans now you ask why are republicans backing this man who's so clearly unintelligent who so clearly doesn't have independent thoughts but that's actually the reason walker's gonna do what he's told and that's what republicans like that's what republicans want from their negroes to do what they're told and walker presents exactly as a person who lacks independent thoughts, lacks an independent agenda, lacks an independent ability to grasp policies, and he's just gonna go in there and vote like Mitch McConnell tells him to vote. And remember, this has worked for the GOP in the South already. Tommy Tuberville, who right now is probably the dumbest person in the United States Senate, right? (laughs) All he does is do what Mitch McConnell tells him to do. And so the GOP likes these candidates that Aren't able to kind of think for themselves, because that means that it's just it basically means that Mitch McConnell gets three votes every time he shows up to work as opposed to just his own.
1: Okay, I just want to say I wanted to play that say Herschel Walker, class act that he is, his only response, that entire meltdown, was to say, I'll pray for that man, which is kind of comical. But I want to say in a serious note, that kind of vitriol, I make a couple quick points about it. And I think it is important, even though the guys in you know that commentary yeah, ellie Mistal, apparently is you know he's considered insightful enough to be to have a, a show and to uh, spout off like that number one it's racist he can be black and still racist against blacks he's racist for his underlying assumption that every single black person must think as left-wingers think he is deciding based on skin color that people based on your skin color must say and do and speak what the left wants. He's livid because Herschel Walker is maybe thinking for himself and actually is a Republican. And this is the racist attitude of many Democrats, which is if you have a certain skin color, you're not allowed to think for yourself. That's a racist assumption by this guy. Number two, I'd like to point out the entire reason what he's riffing about is the idea that if Herschel Walker were to be in the Senate, he would just vote along with the republican majority which he ought to go look in the mirror at his own democrat party this disastrous completely ineffective harmful reduction you know inflation reduction act which is just you know a lie in its face every single democrat voted for it every democrat likely, who's gone back during their campaigns and said, I would never raise taxes on the working people. I would never, sick. The, I don't know, I wouldn't want the IRS sicked on the poor people. I mean, every everything the left ever stands for is claiming they're for the little guy. And yet, to a person, all 50 Democrats in the U.S. Senate, all of them, voted for that bill, won't reduce inflation, and they know it. Massive spending on climate change. No, no effort to explain how it will actually do anything. And speaking of climate change, I was going to mention, you know, John Kerry, Mr. Climate under um, Obama and under Biden. um, He has now said more than once that if America got to zero emissions, if America got to zero emissions, it wouldn't solve the climate crisis, wouldn't change the climate issue at all. He says that over and over. So and yet we have these, you know, puppets in Washington, D.C., willing to spend billions of dollars on a problem they know that can't be solved, and none of them, of course, ever responding to the uh, story I and many others have been talking about, which was a brilliant filing by two actual climate experts, uh, two doctors, one from MIT, one from Princeton. Uh, They are climate experts, you know, for decades. Who recently filed something. They they filed actually a comment to an SEC proposed rule change that has to do with exposure related to um, related to climate uh, climate exposures and you know steps your company's taking to fight climate change. These two doctors Happer and Lindzen, submitted a brilliant uh, statement, 28-page statement to the SEC, basically saying three important things there is absolutely no risk of dangerous climate change. Full stop, there's no risk. We are not looking at a massive climate disaster that they're claiming. Number two, fossil fuels are good for the environment. Reducing the use of fossil fuels will harm people and harm the planet. And number three, there's no danger from the level of CO2 in our environment, in fact, Millions of years before the combustible engine came along, we had higher levels of climate, uh, of the CO2 than we have now, and it's not dangerous at all. And I just want to, you know, I'm going to, I had as my last topic today, I guess I'll quick do a summary. I called it um, something about, just called it climate. I want to urge you just to think about the idea that no matter how many facts come out, how many experts point out that we are grotesquely, absurdly overreacting To climate change arguments, that in fact, many actually intelligent people who have studied climate, who are climate experts, been working for decades, are saying we don't have a climate emergency. Fossil fuels are good for the environment and we should not be reducing their use. And CO2 is not a problem. The level of CO2 is not a problem. In fact, the increase of CO2 in our environment has made things better. All of those things come out and yet you have the left marching through and their efforts in Washington DC to push and push and push uh, their climate agenda. And I wanna close out today's show by saying this. I'm gonna go to my um, why it matters too in just a few minutes but I wanna close out my show by saying this. I do this show because I love the idea of America. I want America to hold on to the ideas from our founding that are timeless that that are as timeless as and and an important and 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 irrefutable as you know the idea that slavery is immoral that slavery is immoral is a great example and has been true since time began it's always been true it's evil it's wrong it's terrible there are many timeless ideas slavery is always wrong is a good example most people could agree with today but the same absoluteness about with which almost anyone could say slavery is immoral and should never be allowed. It is immoral. It's, its you know, it's, it's terrible. We ought to have that same level of absoluteness with the founding ideas of America. The ideas, for example, that in the Declaration, we all have rights from God simply because we were born. We in America have God-given In fact, the Declaration was saying everybody has those God-given rights to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. The promise of our Bill of Rights, you have the right to freedom of speech and freedom of religion and freedom of assembly. All the Bill of Rights spelling out the unique, extraordinary promises made by the founders to the people of this country. Those ideas are as timeless and undeniable and unchangeable as is the truth that slavery is always immoral. They are that level of absolute timeless truth. And in this era, in 2022 here in America, we are watching the left wing cabal run by whoever's orchestrating things behind the scene. But the agenda being put in place by the Biden administration, the agenda, whether it's the border and climate, the environment, COVID, foreign policy, military policy, everything they're doing, economic policy is designed to destroy the America that grew up out of those undeniable truths of America's founding. That's why there are so many people upset in this country about the direction of the Biden administration. That's why. Because it's not just little policy differences, little you know, things that we could possibly tweak here and there. These are fundamental. Do we hold on to America the free or not? Do we hold on to the idea that America and every individual American has the right to God-given right without any exception to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness? Because what you're watching the left do is slowly chip away and now it's no longer slow. It's on, it's on hyperspeed. Chip away at those very founding ideas of America. What they are trying to do in this uh, in, ridiculously labeled Inflation Reduction Act is to destroy the free market economy, to cause more and more people to become dependent on the government, hysterically afraid, willing to do whatever they're told to do just to hold on to the possibility of surviving. This is a, it is impossible to overstate how extreme and dangerous our situation is in America and it's at the hands of people who know exactly what they're doing. Go back and read the article I mentioned, the Consortium Treehouse article that's linked on our website. Understanding it's intentional changes everything about what you do. It changes the effort you put into fighting for the ideas of America. It, It changes the idea of how important every election is. It changes the idea about election fraud and the idea we have to have elections that are actually fair, It changes everything once you recognize the destruction of America happening before our eyes at the hands of, at the behest of, and at the orchestration by the Biden administration is intentional. The patriots of America are the last, best, and only hope. We need to stand up. We need to stand up in every arena we know how to do, whether it's a School board meeting, you're going to stand up and keep on fighting against the transgender grooming agenda or the CRT agenda, or whether you're going to fight for a candidate at a local level or any other candidate, everybody, we're in all hands on deck mode in this country. Everyone has to take their job, do their part to stand up for this country, because that is the level of danger we are facing from the Biden administration. They really do mean the destruction of America. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not saying he wants to kill all American citizens. He wants to destroy he and the cabal that controls America's left, that is locked at the hip, that is locked arms with the globalists, world economic forum people, the communists running the whole left-wing cabal internationally, the leaders of our country are on their side, not ours. Today's leaders are on the side of the world economic forum, communists, globalists, socialist, tyrannical people. They're not on the side of America. And that explains every Biden administration policy and explains why it is incumbent on every single American to stand up and speak up for this precious country. I close this show every day by telling you why the stories we talked about today matter to you. So we started our show today. Uh, we were talking about, i got to get this to come up, uh, the Destroy America agenda marches on, uh, the singular challenge facing America, believing that the Biden's destruction of American agenda is purposeful, must spread the word it's purposeful americans are typically patient tolerant and optimistic give each party political party the benefit of the doubt as to good intentions the result americans are inclined to believe policies and actions are just poorly thought through mistaken or possibly incompetent but never willful and even malicious toward the america toward america has found him but that is what biden and the biden agenda open borders afghan deployment inflation energy collapse and many 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 more represent Administration installed against the will of the people to impose an agenda for the purposeful destruction of America as founded an intended fundamental transformation from Judeo-Christian America to secular totalitarian rule by elites. When enough Americans know is purposeful, they will rise, fight, and defeat. And then Inflation Reduction Act hoax. Independent economic experts are screaming to this administration... This act will not reduce inflation. Historically, political economic wisdom from both sides of the aisle never raised taxes in a recession. This act raises taxes on every level of income. Massive spending is hyperinflationary. Planning for 87,000 new IRS agents? What the heck? We'll go with heck. Who does this? What kind of country emerges from a super powerful and armed IRS? Picture America with a government like that. Remember today's first slide. The Biden agenda is purposeful. It's intended destruction of America as founded, and every Democrat voted for this act. And truth on COVID reality and monkeypox risk. Censorship, suppression, and distortion of medical data is creating fear, confusion, uncertainty, and doubt in America and the world. Unexplained deaths happening around the world. YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter will not allow anyone to even raise questions. All such deaths are said to be anecdotal. With no link to vaccines, life insurance industry data is becoming the elephant in the room with COVID vaccines. Lincoln Life reported 163 percent increase in life insurance payouts in 2021 in the working age group 18 to 64. Reports say the rise is not due to COVID, va- not due to COVID disease, not um, not from dying from COVID, as their story once said, death due to something that rhymes with vaccine. Monkeypox pronouncements were even more bizarre. Disease strongly linked to gay sex is not a public health emergency to anyone not participating in gay sex. Fear porn from CDC and others keeps pretending not to know this. Public health authorities have lost the public's trust. And Herschel Walker prays for the racist hoax host. Black media talking head paints Walker as unthinking I hate to even say the word negro but that's what he said uh who will do what gop wants this is profoundly racist and insulting commentary leftists do not allow blacks to think anything but approve leftist doctrine otherwise they say you ain't black herschel walker is conservative and the left will not allow people like him to think conservatively every democrat senator male and female of every skin color just voted for the inflation reduction act against every GOP proposed amendment. They did exactly what Chuck Schumer and the Democrat Party told them to do. This is the nature of party politics. Walker's response to pray for the racist media talking head, perfect. And, and the climate con continues. Climate expert tells the SEC, no risk from fossil fuels. Please understand two climate experts have said this. You've got to read their paper. Even John Kerry admits US government action will not make a big difference in climate. But the hysteria continues the calamitous spending the denial of fossil fuel development and the uniparty does nothing to stop it this is why so many observers say only the american people can save america uniparty ruling class is out of touch arrogant defiant and paralyzed by group think stand up and speak up for america get engaged and that my very fine friends is america can we talk for today thank you so very much for tuning in to america can we talk every Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time. America Can We Talk is where I talk truth about America because America matters. And I'll talk to you next time.
0: America Can We Talk. Truth about America.